0: love talk radio hi everybody this is uh, silvio canto in dallas uh, texas on thursday june the 8th and welcome to our commentary i am getting so tired of all of these predictions that there's going to be an indictment of president trump that it's going to happen that it's going to happen I've gotten to the point where I'm simply saying, let it happen. Let them indict President Trump and let's go to a jury. Let's go to a courtroom and let's argue these cases. President Trump has been accused of so many things, a lot of it uh, irresponsible things like the whole Russia story, Uh, all this other crap. You know, remember the Russia disinformation letter that was signed uh, a month before the campaign? I mean, the fact is that this man has been. So many things have been said about him, and I've reached the point that I I think they have to put up or shut up. If they've got an indictment, bring it forward. Put it in in writing and bring it forward, and let's see what they have to say. Let's see exactly what he's being indicted about, because I'm just tired of it. It's just, uh, first of all, it's not fair on President Trump. I mean, it seems like every week there's somebody out there indicting him or talking about indicting him, and it's not fair to the presidency, it's not fair to the presidency. And it's also a bit disturbing when you hear stories about the Biden family and bribery and stuff like that or allegations that, you know, it's like crazy. Let's put it on the table. If they've got something against President Trump, put it on the table and let's go in front of a courtroom and let's take it from there. Let's take it from there and give them, President Trump, the opportunity to defend himself, something that he hasn't really had a chance to do. 'Cause all these accusations are being made in the media and he's never had a chance to cross examine these accusations or so on. So if they've got an indictment coming, let it be, put it on the table, and let's uh let's move on. Because I'm just sick and tired of all this talk about about indictments. Well, I have a post uh coming out Friday morning about what is happening with this whole pride month. I, I think you're all familiar with what I'm talking about we have a a month i guess that we are doing or a day or a week i'm not sure if it's a day or a week or a month but whatever it is uh we're celebrating people of a certain sexual orientation i guess and you know all the controversies uh, the beer company the retail store and i have no problem with you know recognizing people with that sexual orientation i mean that's fine if they want to be recognized that's fine with me but I think what is happening here, and that's what my post is about, is that I think this is now going into crazy territory, and especially because we're talking about children, and when you see these these men dressed up as women uh, walking into churches, or you see this organization called the Sisters or whatever they're called, and their sole mission in life is to mock Catholic uh, sacraments or the Catholic Church, and then when you see these uh You know, uh, talking to children about things that are completely inappropriate. Well, things have gone too far. Things have gone too crazy. And we've gone from pride, which is fine. I mean, realizing that there are certain people of that orientation. I don't have a problem with that. But we've gone from that part of uh, of the conversation to what we're seeing now, which is just crazy behavior. Totally I mean, some of these marches that you're seeing and you're watching these people behaving like this, half naked, behaving like this, this is not, has nothing to do with gay rights. I mean, that's just depravity and, and frankly, something wrong with our country when there are people like that, uh, marching in the streets. So I, I think that the, there's a very interesting article, I think it was by Bill O'Reilly, who was saying that maybe the pride committee or the people doing all of this have gone too far. And I think they have. I agree with that. I think they've gone too far. And now a lot of Americans are saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. I understand you have a different sexual orientation. That's fine. Leave my children alone. You don't have to glorify people who attack the Catholic Church. That's a totally different matter. So I think it's kind of exploded in their face. That's what I think has happened. And so what you have now is a situation of the backlash, and you're seeing it against the beer company, you're seeing it against the retail store or the retail company, and I think you're seeing it against uh, you know the Dodgers in l a where a lot of fans are angry that the Dodgers are going to glorify a group of people whose only mission in life is to make fun of the Catholic Church. well that's uh, that's not a good thing. That's when you go too far, and I think that's exactly what's happened here. We've gone too far. These people have gone too crazy with all of this. I mean, we've gone, if you just think about it for a second, we've gone from eight years ago saying that same-sex marriage uh, between, you know, it was okay. The Supreme Court said that was okay. So we've gone from that, if you just think about it, eight years ago to where we are now. And I think that trip is a little bit too much for most Americans. It is for me. It is for me. Because we 've gone from saying that two people of the same sex can fall in love and get married we 've gone from that to what we 're seeing um, in these marches to what we 're seeing in the schools to what we 're seeing in some of these parades I mean it 's just crazy, absolutely crazy, and that 's why I think the movement uh the movement should reconsider what the heck they're doing you know in some ways in some ways, this movement is suffering from the same problem that the climate change movement is suffering from. And that is, you know, if you want to tell me that I should be concerned about climate change, okay, we can have a conversation about that. But if you're going to walk into a museum and you're going to destroy works of art, or if you're going to be blocking traffic, literally blocking traffic in the name of climate change, if you're going to be walking into a store and destroy bottles of wine or the cartons of, not wine, but milk, You're going to walk into the store and you're going to take all the cartons of milk and you're going to dump them on the floor because you're doing this in the name of climate change. Well, that's crazy. That's not going to win you any friends. On the contrary, that's going to make enemies uh, out of people. And that's just going to make it more difficult for you to make your case about climate change. And the same happening with his pride movement. They've gone too far, too crazy in the direction of radicalism. And that's why I think a lot of people, that's why I think there's a backlash going on. A lot of people are saying, no, leave my children alone. My children don't have to see this. My children don't have to watch this. My children don't have to see a bunch of um, men dressed up as women doing a dance in front of their school. That's, that's not uh, about gay rights. That is something else far more uh, complicated than that. So that's what I think is going on. I, I think they're losing, they're losing the goodwill of people who are willing to accept their orientation, but they also want uh, to have sanity in the, in the movement. Well, I have a post over at the American Thinker today, Thursday morning, about CNN, where I'm talking about the problems at CNN, and I mentioned in my post that there's nothing you can do at CNN. CNN is beyond repair, uh, and you know they simply went too far and being the anti-Trump network, they turned off a lot of people, and now they're down to 400,000 viewers uh, for a primetime newscast. I mean, look, when you're talking about 400,000 people in a primetime show on cable, you're you're not doing very well. I mean, compare that to the other two networks drawing a million, a million and a half viewers, and you're down to 400,000, that's not a very good number. Anyway, so at CNN, they got rid of this fellow, Eric Licht, uh, L-I-C-H-T. I think that's how you pronounce it, Licht. But anyway, they got rid of this guy because apparently nobody in the network liked him. Uh, he is a guy who wanted to make some changes. He was, he was brought in by the shareholders, by the new shareholders, to change the image of CNN from being a Trump 24-7 network to being a news uh, network. And one of the things that uh, this fellow, Eric Licht, up with is was the idea of that Trump town hall which drove the people in the network crazy even though they got three million viewers that night it just drove him absolutely nuts well they got rid of the guy apparently he had uh, lost the uh, control of the of the business and here's the 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 message I think the people at CNN they ought to read a new piece that came out by a fellow named uh, uh, Kobe Kobe Hole Kobe Hole in a, in a website called Media 8, which I guess Media 8, which is, I think, a, a media review organization. And he's basically saying that just because they got rid of Eric Litt, that doesn't mean that changes are stopping. And in fact, he now says that the new, this fellow in this article, he's saying that the shareholders are actually going to continue their, their mission to turn CNN around. And they're done with CNN being a Trump 24-7 network. And they want to see CNN become a news organization where you can turn on uh, the TV and watch the newscast. And they're not talking about Trump 24-7. And those changes are coming. Those changes are coming. So the people at CNN who are having a big party because they got rid of this guy may be in for a big shock, according to this fellow, Kobe Hole, who wrote that article, because he says the changes are coming changes are coming to cnn well if if nothing else they got to do something about their ratings they cannot continue to have ratings like that and continue to be a serious organization a couple of quick things on this day in history we say happy number 83 to nancy sinatra her father of course frank sinatra but nancy had her own career she was a recording star remember these boots of making and she also made a movie or two i think i know she made one movie with elvis uh, back in the late 60s or whenever it was. So happy number 83 to Nancy Sinatra. And we remember today, we just got the news late last night or earlier this morning, that Pat Robertson had passed away. He was 93 years old. Pat Robertson, very consequential uh, tele-evangelist. Is that the right word? Uh, these people who built these uh, television networks. And, I mean, my goodness, overnight success. And he was reaching millions of homes every single day with his I think was called the 700 Club and they would reach millions of people And yet he had a lot to do with what they came to call the moral majority which is a you know the idea of this island majority out there that woke up in the 1980s and got involved in politics a lot of it had to do uh, with Pat Robertson's leadership so uh, he had a great life great family uh, a lot of good contributions uh, in this life. So we say rest in peace, Pat Robertson. He was 93, born in 1930, and passed away a couple of days ago. Thank you for listening. This is uh, Silvio in Dallas, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye, everybody.